the Effort Discussion Podcast, the only show on the internet we talk about the things we talk about in the order that we talk about them. I'm Simon Peltier. And I am Tom Zalatna. You said your last name kind of weird just now. Did I? (laughs) You said Simon Peltier. Peltier. It's because you you said I'm American, and so now I'm saying it like an American. That's fair. Yeah. Tim's not here because he's a bum face. Bum face. Yeah. Yeah. Tim is on vacation with his fam jam bambily. I mean, he's on vacation when he has a job to do. Come on, Tim. Yeah, Tim. People are paying you to do a thing and you Mm. don't do the thing. I'm pretty salty about that, actually. Yeah. I spent, like, (laughs) Tim moved in last week and I spent the whole week trying to, like, help him make sure he could get his video done by Friday. Yeah. And then he didn't get it done by Friday. Let's, uh, let's unpack that. (laughs) Well, uh, you know, I like to consider myself the type of roommate who really, really wants to see his roommate succeed at things. Uh, And, And Tom, how does, how does that... Excuse me. We need How a cough that... button. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically, how would a cough button work? What would it do? It's it is actually a thing uh, that a lot of recording setups have, and like <gasps> radio stations will have a button that you can push down while you cough, and it just cuts your channel for a second. Whoa! Yeah, that's cool. So it'd be like push the button, and then I don't have a voice anymore. Huh? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we should have a cough button. That'd be a good idea. Maybe maybe it's kind of like those those uh, those easy buttons from. Uh, um, staples where you just <laughs> press the button and you just hear <laughs> <laughs> oh you want a, a, a sound effect button that yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad and, idea and every and, time you cough you have to hit the button so it's amplified so yes, that people really exactly notice. and and there can be a thing where if you hit it twice it's a it's a it's another cough and if you hit it three times it's another cough you know once it's like a second time it's <laughs> and then the third time is <laughs> or something if you hit it four times, it goes, <laughs> support the show. And then five times is a, <laughs> yeah. Mm. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing okay, actually. I yeah. was feeling kind of sick yesterday after church, so I just came home and like did nothing all afternoon, mm-hmm. uh, and it was really good. Cool. And now I'm feeling rested and yeah. well. That's good. Yeah. That's good. How was Iceland? Let's try that again. <laughs> How was Iceland? How was I? Oh, yeah. I was in Iceland. Uh, that was, was probably whatever that sound was that came out of my mouth before is probably the name of a place in Iceland. <laughs> uh, not quite. Um, Iceland was fantastic. It's uh, to anybody who wants to visit it, I would say go. Um, it's it's kind of funny how for every like for every person that I know who has been, uh, including myself, there are three or four more people who are saying, oh, yeah, I've been thinking of going. So, like, mm-hmm. I would meet someone who went, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's, that's really cool. And then i talk about how I want to go, and there's always somebody who's going, oh, hey, I'm going to go there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful place. It's it a beautiful costs, place. It costs, like, nothing to fly out there. Uh, yes, once you're there, it costs a lot. Right. Um, yeah, it's a very expensive country. Right, right. Uh, Which is kind of ironic because their their currency, which is the Icelandic krona, uh, is is one krona is about equivalent to one penny. You know, there's a lot of people who will stand in lines for hours and hours at a time to get a single krona. <laughs> there's a slow burn on that. Joke, but it was worth it. 
<laughs> but oh, yeah, man. no, it's re- it's really really great. So, um, what was like in Canadian dollars? What was the average meal? Like, if you got like I don't know, like a burger and fries. Yeah, um, just get like a nice little burger and fries. It'd be about eighteen or nineteen dollars. Okay, so like yeah, higher higher end of a pub basically. Yes, it'd be like like a just a standard cheeseburger would cost about as much as as those those like larger ones that have like fancier stuff in them. Okay, you know, they they right. maybe got some like sautéed mushrooms and mm-hmm. like. No, other stuff. Yeah, maybe some yeah. plantains. Plantains and a burger. Yeah, why not? Huh. I mean, I've never had it, but I bet it's good. What's the weirdest thing you've ever put on a burger? <sighs> when I was a kid, I used to put peanut butter on my burgers. That's disgusting. Surprisingly, That's not foul. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, so I uh, one of the other podcasts that I that I listen to, and I've talked about it about it on this podcast, is the podcast stuff you should know. Right. Um, and they had one episode called the how umami works mm-hmm. and I, <clears throat> yeah, it talks about umami. Um, and it talks and they, they say a couple ways that you can like spice up some meat that you have to umami it up. And mm-hmm. so I put soy sauce on my burger right? and it's fantastic. Yeah. That it sounds kills good. it. Uh, because umami, because umami is not like a standalone flavor, like salty or spicy. It's more like, um, like it brings out. Mm-hmm. flavors and different umami things will bring out different uh types of umami which is pretty cool right yeah umami is a useful thing to know about yeah so is uh udaddy <laughs> guys for a limited time only you can go to udaddy.com <laughs> and enter the promo code up for discussion to get 10 percent off your domain names udaddy.com <laughs> daddy um but so yeah what so- was the best thing about iceland oh man so many things. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I really, really liked. It's a really fantastic culture. Hmm. Um, it's a cult like it's um, <clears throat> Scandinavian countries in general are very like trusting and very which make then makes them very safe countries because mm-hmm. people um, and like there's, there's a bunch of factors to that. Um, like there's the fact that it's a fairly homogenous culture. So like there's not a whole lot of racial disparity or racial differences. Right. Um, which is not inherently a thing, like a bad thing. It's not inherently something that causes um, poverty, right? But in a lot of countries where there's a, a big racial divide, there are also social economic. So what um, you're saying is divides. Iceland is better because it's all white. No, <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I get it yeah, because yeah. because it is primarily like one ethnic background. There is no dissent between people Basically. based on that stuff, which yeah. is like. Uh, it's it, it, you kind of wish that that wasn't true but it like, is how it is yeah exactly right and like they're they're not pardon me they're not racist people right they just real they just realize and recognize that most icelanders are white right and like there are some some black icelanders and there are some icelanders of of other colors as well right um, and the black icelanders if you step on them they're a lot slippier yes. than the regular icelanders yes yeah Yeah, um, and then there's also the fact that they've just got like really, really great um, social services, right? Um, which means that people who are poor aren't that poor, um, mm. and the people who are rich also aren't that rich, right? Either. I mean, like there are some very rich people, but like, you know, because they give so much of their money away um, to the government, there's just good things that happen. So it's it's just a very cool atmosphere to be in, where like. <clears throat> Uh, we stayed in a lot of Airbnbs and they would tell us like, oh, don't worry about locking the door. Really? Yeah. Like here in, here in Canada, it's pretty common for someone to not lock the door during the day if they're in, in right. the house. If you're in but the like, house, sure. Yeah. If, if you're in the house and it's during the day, it's like whatever. But like there was, there was like, they would not lock the door dr- at night. Hmm. Uh, and there was even one time when we were leaving like the second biggest city, uh, it's called Akureyri and it's up in the North. Um, and we were we were gonna leave like it was our last day there, but the the guy whose place it was was gonna leave before us. And he said, "Oh, don't worry about locking the door. My brother will be here tonight." Right. And we we're like, "Yeah, but we're gonna be out the out of the house." He was like, "Yeah, I know. It's fine. Don't worry about it." <laughs> and that would stress me out so much. But like like here it would. It's it's the kind of thing that like you need like all the hundreds of years that they've had to be able to build up to the to the level that they're at. Right. Um, right. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like if it's a culture where, where that kind of thing doesn't happen, then, you know, yeah, you don't care about it as much. Yeah. I, they, I was thinking about that this week, actually. I was talking to a friend who just got back from Nepal. Yeah. He was there for like <clears throat> three or four months, I think. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he was telling me like, you know, he didn't really like the food very much. Yeah. And like, 
it was weird that like they don't have toilet paper. Like it's just not a thing they have there. Huh. And is we, it like a right hand, left hand thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, and so he was like, I didn't want to do that. So I bought the coarsest napkins I could possibly <laughs> find and had the worst time. <laughs> but he was dedicated to not using his hand. So he yeah. got that at least. But, yeah. uh, and I was thinking about that and I was talking to a, a mutual friend of ours and he was saying like, I don't understand how it's possible that this country has internet, but they haven't figured out toilet paper as a thing yet. <laughs> Like, but it's like, actually like, well, I mean, because it's their culture that they've just always used their hand. Yeah. It's not that they haven't figured it out. It's not like someone, some white guy is going to show up with a toilet, with a piece of toilet paper and they'll be like, (gasps) I'm enlightened. There's another way. Yeah. Yeah. It's really like, I'm sure they know it exists and I'm sure that they just think like, oh, it's so like silly that people do that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just funny to think about that. And then like, you know, thinking about like food being kind of weird in other cultures is like, well, they don't realize that, you know. Well, I, I was going to say they don't realize their food is weird. I'll rephrase that. <laughs> they, <laughs> they don't think their food is weird because no. for them it's not, right? Yeah. And it's for like, them it's their food. Yeah. It's like exactly. maybe eating food with your hands seems like messy to us, but to them it's just normal. Yeah, totally. Now, the combination of eating food with your hands and having one hand that you use to wipe your butt, <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, also just a thing that but is also, culturally like, there. Like, you know? I feel like you could make the case that it's, that we're weird because like there's so many cultures that do use their hands right for food and then the other hand for well one <laughs> their hands for food and the other hand no that they don't have three hands well one hand for food and one hand for bums i think that there are some cultures that have three hands <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty narrow-minded of us to assume otherwise. <laughs> that's true my yeah. apologies to uh yeah. um three-handed cultures out there mm-hmm. um you know who you are yeah we will find you mexico <laughs> but is that how they simultaneously are lazy and steal jobs yeah exactly oh they, so mexicans aren't stealing jobs mexicans third hands are actually just job stealing hands that kind of hang out their backs right and as they're walking by they're like that's my job now. and they have alien third hand syndrome right yeah gotcha that makes so much more sense trump is onto something alien third hand syndrome is my other band <laughs> <laughs> so what was like the greatest greatest thing that you saw like with your eyes paint us a picture yeah so it's it's really hard to pinpoint one thing because mm-hmm. the whole country is so different right um and i think it's it's in a way that variety that is is the most inter- interesting thing to see mm. because you can be like the the first part of our trip was very green and hills and mountains and waterfalls right and that was fantastic and every hill was different and every like mountain was different and then all of a sudden you're on a lava field which like lava field is not like lots of hot lava around you it is a field that used to be hot lava okay right but it's like the lava has since cooled hundreds of thousands of years ago Mm. um and one thing that's really interesting about lava is that it has um like if it, it has it Every eruption has a different chemical composition, right? Um, which I didn't know. I thought just lava was lava, but it all it all has different chemical compositions. So when it's really really wet, like it is in Iceland, moss grows on it, and every lava field has a different species of moss. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, um, and so some of it will look very different, but like there's there's this one where there was one, this one day where it was very. Oh, oh, that was a that was kind of that's an probably the neighbors using their uh, their garage. Yeah. Maybe. So, yeah. You're going to have to kill them. Yeah. There's this one day that was very, um, very foggy. And then all of a sudden we go from like just this green luscious thing to just these fields of like bumpy moss, bright yellow moss on like all around us. And then there's these like gigantic rocks that jut out kind of columns and it was a lava field. And so we stopped and this was one of my favorite things to do is that when we would stop and my mom would get out to take pictures, I would pick a direction and just run in that direction. Right. And, uh, and was, like my, my mom would say that she would like see me sort of walking on the moss and the mo- the moss was maybe about a foot thick. Okay. Right. Like if I lay down on it, it would be kind of cozy. Right. Very wet, but also cozy. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. So, but she, oh, she, God, she said I'm, that I'm she like, would. I, I can feel that. <laughs> I just want you to know that I can, I can feel that and I don't like it. Yeah. So she said that she would see me like run and then all of a sudden just kind of like dip and then she wouldn't see me anymore. Wait, why would you dip? Because it was super like bumpy, so there was like maybe a crevice, and okay. I would like be running, and then all of a sudden, just <laughs> it's like Looney Tunes—you just you fall and scream, and <laughs> exactly. And then she'd be like, "Whoa, where'd he go?" 
And then about like 15 feet later, I just like pop back up and oh. I keep running. And it was, and I'd like climb on top of us. Like, I think that was one of my favorite things to do was to just like, like the, the cities were where we would sleep right. and eat. But the cool things were really the things on the way. Right. Uh, and like unexpected things that you would find. Uh, and especially if we just kind of stopped to have lunch, and I would finish my lunch earlier mm-hmm. and my mom would make herself another cup of coffee. I'd go, huh, I think there's a waterfall over there. I'm going to go find it. <laughs> Yeah. I loved the waterfalls in case you couldn't. You couldn't posted tell. a lot of waterfalls. There's so many waterfalls. I liked that sweater you had, that handsome sweater. Yeah. It's very nice. It's, it's so cozy. Did you get that there? Or have you had that I for did. a while? I did. Okay. I got it nice. uh, in Reykjavik. Okay. Uh, like first or second second day I was there. Is that the capital? It is the capital. All right. Uh, it means Smoky Bay. Ah. Well, you're my Smoky Bay. Thanks, buddy. Nature is beautiful and shit. Nature eh? is beautiful and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a home, it's a handmade sweater out of Icelandic wool nice. and, uh, out of sheep from Iceland. Oh. And, uh, it's like naturally antimicrobial, uh, water resistant, breathable and wow. everything, uh, because Icelandic sheep are magic. Wow. Yeah. Little known fact, but, um, <laughs> magic is real in Iceland. I'd believe it. Yeah. I saw some of those waterfalls. Yeah. They're pretty magical. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the the reason why there's so many waterfalls is kind of really cool, which is that, <clears throat> so the whole island is volcanic soil. Right. It's so if the island was born from underwater volcanoes, mm. uh, deep deep in the ocean, under the sea, under the sea, under the sea, and uh, so eventually there was just like the lava gathered up and went on the surface, and the island is getting a little bit bigger every year. Right. Because t- two tectonic plates are moving away from each other. Mm. Um. And so basically in the middle, there's a bunch of really, really high volcanoes. And because it's very high up and the island is very far north, hmm. there's a bunch of ice caps and glaciers right. that slowly melt. And where do they go? They go down, which is everywhere around the island, which is why there's so many waterfalls. Okay. Because it's just a bunch of gl- ice caps and glaciers. Right. Um, melting. Wow. Yep. That's a, it's cool to think of it as like... You know, created by volcanoes and also yeah. created by glaciers at the same time. Yeah. Like there's a nice like duality to that that I appreciate. It literally is the the land of fire and ice. Oh, shit. <clears throat> I mean, that's what it's called. Do you want to sing us a song about that? A song of, of ice and fire, maybe? Ice and fire. That was Simon's debut single, Ice and Fire, off his <laughs> brand new AP, Things I Saw in Reykjavik. <laughs> yes. One of the things I'm, I'm happiest to have, to have gotten is, mm. I'm, I mean, it's not perfect, but my Icelandic pronunciation of places, mm-hmm. uh, like the that big volcano mm-hmm. that, uh, that has the weird name and mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> stopped all of the flights of all of the world that one time in 2010. I remember that. Would you like to tell us the name of that volcano? That's our word. Yeah. Hey, it's not okay for you to say that. My people have struggled for generations to not be called that word anymore. <laughs> <laughs> do you I know feel... what that do you know what that means? Like Yes. Um Nope, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> this so... is this is Mount No, I forgot. <laughs> so there's um uh uh, as as are as as are many many words, it's made up of smaller words. Okay, um, fjot is a word for mountain. Right, jokot is uh, the word for glacier. So m- most volcanoes are under a glacier, and right. a glacier might have or, or an ice cap might have various volcanoes. Um, I think that one has two, two or three under it. Wow. Um and I think a means very high so i think it's like the very high mountain glacier volcano okay yeah that's fair that, that's a pretty like good like that feels like a very german way to name a mountain yeah there's 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 a lot of places that are uh um especially a lot of like uh all every glacier has a name mm-hmm. um and like so you you know you'll be you'll be driving by and you'll be like oh that's a fatliokut and that's oh that's the falling glacier okay and then that's a langyokut oh that's that's the long glacier and oh, which one's that? Oh, that's that's the large glacier. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's the high waterfall. And uh, what's that over there? Oh, that's the rocky waterfall. 
<laughs> it's just kind of all very literally named places. Right, right. And then, oh, that's that's the mountain glacier. Oh, very very nice. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. If uh, so, if anybody wants to go to Iceland, I'd recommend it. And I can give you a uh, a little like a, a lot of people have reached out to me and be like, "Hey, I'm going to Iceland. What do you think I should do?" Hmm. And I tell them. I, I tell them what I think. You give some travel tips. Yeah, little travel tips. I, I'd be happy to give you travel tips. Places to go, things Tra- to eat. Travel tips with Simon Pitier. Things to not do as well. There were some things that we did <laughs> and we thought that was a waste of time. Oh, man, there's always that, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like there was, there was this uh, this thing, this like national park that we'd read about that mm-hmm. we're like, oh, man, that sounds really cool. And we went and we're like, oh, this is... All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I... Parks, are, parks are hit or miss. <laughs> Yeah, like they're they're either going to be like, wow, this is the most breathtaking park I've ever seen, or you're going to walk in and be like, yeah, okay, this is a park. Yep. Yep. Yeah. When uh when I went to Halifax back in February, there was yep. a park that we tried to go to that was like supposed to be really beautiful with like mm-hmm. gardens and stuff. Yeah, but you went in February. We went in February, and That's we didn't think we didn't think that it would be closed. <laughs> uh, and like there was no snow on the ground. Like it was like you know, yeah. it was a pretty like mild winter. Yeah, uh, until the day we left and our flight got canceled because of storms. Yeah. Uh, but the park, like, you know, you could see into it and it looked reasonably nice, but it was just locked. And yeah. we're like, oh, we just walked for 20 minutes to find this park and we can't get in. Uh, that's funny. It was disappointing. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's been that's been my thing. So you did a lot of walking while you were out there. A lot of walking. Do you, do, do you know that a lot of people currently in, in North America and Australia and uh, New Zealand are doing a lot of walking as well? Oh, why are they doing a lot of walking, Tom? Uh, well, uh, the last week, uh, Pokemon Go was released oh. to uh, a small amount of people. I do not know what Pokemon Go is. I have seen um, a lot of pictures of streets with then a Pokemon in the middle. <laughs> yep. And that's a lot of Snapchats of that. And um, mm. I don't get it. I okay. don't I don't know what it is and then I don't get the jokes. Right, yeah. So so basically Pokemon Go is this new app uh for free. There are cool. in-app purchases available, but it's yes. you know generally free. Uh where you basically can use your phone's GPS system to like find and catch Pokemon in the oh, real okay. world. Uh and then it uses the camera to like Are there show Pokemon in the real world? Well, they are digitally now, I guess. Okay, but they're they're not physical. I could not go and catch Really catch up um, a a a bulbachu, uh, and have it as a pet. Not with your bare hands. No. no. Uh, could I catch a bare hands? You could catch some bare hands. Okay. Uh, if you go into the right kind of places and ask them questions about Pokemon in a disrespectful way, you might catch some hands. Gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So it, it's it's an app. Uh, it's sort of like an augmented reality app, I guess. Right. Uh, and it lets you like, you know. I'm a big fan of augmented reality. It's a cool idea. I think it's cool. Yeah. Have you, did, did you see the video, not to go on a tangent, but I'm going to go on a tangent. That's okay. Uh, did you see the video of there's this like school assembly where uh, everybody in the in the gym has the augmented reality um, glasses and all of a sudden from the from the, the gym floor, a whale, what? like a humpback whale just bursts out of the out of the floor and then like crashes and they've got like waves of water all over all, all of them oh man that's all dope over, all, all, all of them over labadum yep that's my favorite volcano in iceland <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so it, it's essentially just like a sort of like augmented right. reality kind of thing you use gps to like find mm. where there's pokemon so on the map and so like you can see them through your phone's camera right so if you and i both had pokemon go yeah and we both found a charmandu Mm-hmm. Um, Charmandu, the capital yeah. of uh, <laughs> Tibet. Tibet, I think. Uh, no, Nepal. 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 Yeah. Uh, so if you and I both saw a Charmandu, Charmandu. Uh, yeah, at the corner of um, St. Catharines and Sherbrooke. Sure. Yes. Streets that, <laughs> streets that interact. Yes. Um, yeah. So if we were both, there, we would both see that same Charmandu. Yeah. Okay. So like. But I think that we how can, does that work? I think we can both catch it. Yeah. Oh, we could both catch it. I think so. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. I do not have the app yet because it's not out in Canada. Um, That's weird because I I saw I saw. Oh, well, here's the thing. Oh, so it had they had planned uh, because they knew it would overwhelm their servers if they had yeah. launched it to everyone at once. They had planned an initial release just to the U.S., Australia, and and uh, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Forgive me, Father. I have sinned. Um, and uh, but the thing is, like you know, everyone else in the world was like, mm-hmm. "Well, screw that! I want it now." <laughs> so people figured out ways to get it, you know, early. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On on iOS, you can just you know bypass region locks by setting up an American iTunes account on your phone and you okay. can pretend that you're in the states yeah. while you're in Canada. Yeah. Um, 
on Android, there's a similar thing and some kind of file you can download that just gives yeah. you the app without having to be there. Yeah. Um, and the problem is that this has started causing all of their servers to crash a lot more than they should be. Oh, uh, dear. Because uh, there's a higher volume of players. Yeah than they're supposed to be yeah and now the company that runs pokemon go is pissed off and is threatening to like <laughs> is ban that all these people no it's uh niantic um, oh. is, is does uh nintendo not own pokemon anymore they do but they uh but they like outsource this app to uh, okay. niantic yeah gotcha. um so niantic is like really pissed off because they're yeah. like look you guys are making this game crash because you couldn't wait an extra like week for us to like <laughs> launch it to the rest of the world uh yeah. so there's they're saying that they might not like launch it like more widely for a little bit longer because they have to right. deal with server problems now. Yeah. Uh, and those server problems are obviously being caused by all the greedy people who went in in advance and like, it's just a big mess. Um, yeah. Uh, but the game looks really dope. Cool. Um, and uh, people are enjoying it a lot and it, it's yeah. funny because people are actually getting a ton of exercise because oh, one, yeah, of, the, they're one walking of the mechanics around, right? is that you have to walk toward where it says it is. Right. So it'll tell you like, there's a, there's a, there's a squirtle like six yeah. kilometers away from you. And if you really want that Squirtle, you're going to go toward that Squirtle, right? Yeah. And then you've walked six kilometers and you're exhausted huh. and you've got a Squirtle. Well, six kilometers isn't that far. It's long to walk. I guess it is. <laughs> That's a good point. Like it's a, it's a kilometer, yeah. it's a kilometer to the nearest Metro. Okay. For, for, yeah. for, for reference. That's true. That's a good point. So like that's six times. That's like walking from here to McGill basically. Yeah. It's a, it's a long walk. Yeah, it's yeah. not not doable. No, but it's it is a long walk. Yeah. yeah, it's like an hour and a half. So maybe. so like, um, what what I don't understand is how are the, uh, um, Pokemon generated, mm. right? Like, is it like do, are there specific locations that have already been pre-planned uh, by the developers, or is it the kind of or like do, does your camera see sort of the surroundings and knows that. Like, okay, this is a street, this is a sidewalk, this is a wall. Hmm. I'm not going to generate it inside the wall or whatever, right? So I think there's two questions within that. Right. Um, the first question is... Can we unpack it? Yeah, we can unpack that. Uh, do you want to give us a little sip of water? Uh, so... I'm out. Yes. Ooh, daddy. <laughs> Ooh, daddy.com. Uh, so <laughs> if you... There's two, there's two questions that we need to answer within that. The first is yeah. like their geographical locations, how mm. they're established and the second is their like location in the room for instance yeah because if it says that the geographical location is this room that's one yeah. thing but then you have to find it in the room right right um so in terms of geographical locations i'm pretty sure it's just random yeah like, they just kind of like you know they roll them out yeah uh there's some like that are rarer than others so they'll appear more often or less often uh often you'll have to like go places before mm-hmm. you'll find new guys yeah. like they won't all just be in like mm-hmm. the same park um right. I'm not 100% sure. There's probably some math that they've got figured out, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some kind of randomization process for mm-hmm. that. In terms of where it is in the room, uh, the camera actually does kind of like get a sense of like what surfaces exist and then it puts them somewhere. Mm-hmm. So like if you had it in like the bathroom with you, for instance, and you're like looking at the toilet, it's going to be like in the ta- in the toilet or like on the sink. Right. It's not so going to be like floating off the side of the toilet or something. Yeah. So it wouldn't be the kind of thing where like I look up at a wall and the wall is three feet away from me but the pokemon is like four feet away from me and then i can't get to it right it's it's not it's not like it like it'll it'll be a certain distance away from me but there's a wall in between that distance or whatever right like i I bet there are some glitches like that maybe but i feel like if you if you're close enough to see it it'll appear on your screen oh okay but it'll it'll it like recognizes somehow gotcha where there are actual surfaces so is it is the the point of the game like a Pokemon game where you catch them, you train them, you fight them, or is it just you I find think, them? I think I don't know if you can actually fight each other yet. I, I'm not totally sure. Isn't that sure like ninety percent of the point of Pokemon is yeah. that you fight each other? Like I mean, like, granted, what, I haven't played. Wasn't that why Pokemon Snap was so dumb because you just found them? Uh, Pokemon Snap was a beautiful, glorious game. <laughs> was it? Yeah, get behind me, Satan. I uh... <laughs> Pokemon Snap was beautiful, um, but. No, I mean to to some extent, like I do hear what you're saying, like, yeah. uh, and I don't know for sure. I think there, I think there must be some kind of like mm-hmm. battle system. I just yeah. haven't seen it in action. I've only okay. seen like the catching because, you know, mm-hmm. people are taking a lot of photos of their yeah. Pokemon in weird places, and sometimes you'll just be on your phone and a, a Pokemon will appear on your crotch, and it's like, <laughs> oh, whoa, hey there. Uh, That's funny. <laughs> so I don't hold my phone in such a way that my phone would think there's a Pokemon on my crotch. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I right? guess if like you're a, like reclining. And like your phone's like kind of on your chest. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, I could but, see that. 
I mean, it it doesn't sound comfy, but no, you know, no, it could happen. Yeah. Uh, but people are finding their Pokemon in their toilets and like that's funny in parks and stuff. It's cool. That's cool. Yeah, uh, I I like that. Like one thing that I found about Nintendo is that they're they're not always super good at like execution, but they're always very good with innovation. Yeah, you know, like they're they're always they're very often on the forefront of new technology. Mm-hmm. But then like other companies like Microsoft, for example, will they'll just of, do it better. Yeah, like yeah. like the Wii was the first game, really the first console of its kind but then microsoft did the connect that was mm-hmm. better uh and I, yeah. I even remember like the gamecube was like oh there's all these buttons and the cds are small and stuff mm-hmm. and i still i still think the gamecube controller is the perfect handheld controller i agree with you like they have there has not been a better controller since that have you what about xbox i don't like it as much no no there is no controller that feels as good in a person's hands as the gamecube controller yeah because i, I think, mean i think you know, it, it fits really well in the crease of the palm but mm-hmm. then like like both your index and your uh, ring finger, not ring fingers, uh, um, um, middle fingers. That one. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the most literal <laughs> name for a finger. That's right. You know, the one in the center. Yes. <laughs> your central finger. Your your median joint. <laughs> are, are both very active. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. Everything is mapped out really nicely. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's a good controller. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like. All I've really seen of this game so far is a lot of collecting of Pokemon. Right. Um, but apparently, it's been leading to people doing some kind of crazy shit. Yeah, uh, I've I, <laughs> I saw the title of an of like a BuzzFeed article about some dude's house that is for some reason a Pokemon gym, and people yeah. are stalking his house and yeah. lining up and stuff. That's it. So I don't know. I don't know if he has Pokemon Go or not, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, I at this point, he should. He should. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that can happen because it kind of randomly selects like locations. Um, you know that there is a landmark i guess to set up as gyms or as right. like spots or whatever yeah um and i mean it's it's also possible that you'll be looking for a pokemon and it'll be in someone's backyard right yeah uh, so there's been people who have talked about like yeah like i've had to like you know ring people's doorbells and ask if i can get the pokemon from their backyard <laughs> and like yeah it's it's weird it's funny um but we actually yeah. had uh one of our patreon supporters uh i believe it was patrick before we get to that i have a question about yeah. the pokemon universe go for it how do Pokemon gyms work? Because I didn't really watch Pokemon mm-hmm. and I didn't really play Pokemon. So they work differently in Pokemon Go than they did in the rest of the Pokemon universe. All right. Um, I don't exactly understand how they work in Pokemon Go. Okay. Uh, in the rest of the Pokemon universe, it's essentially a like level up system where like if you were doing a martial art, you would have to like train a bunch and then yeah. take a belt test. Yeah. That's what the gyms are essentially. So how does a Pokemon train? uh through battle they okay, get experience so you battle and, other you know, pokemon but i assume it's a safe it. it's a safe place where your pokemon can't die well pokemon can never really die right right like they faint and you take them to the pokemon center and okay. kill them. uh right. so you can train them outside of gyms obviously okay uh, and the gyms are more just to like test your abilities before you can level up to the next right. like okay chunk that of makes the game. Sense. like usually you have to pass them to progress the plot right uh, and you have to pass them in order to use certain high level pokemon and like yeah yeah okay so I don't really know. I think in Pokemon Go, they're like, they're more like a capture the flag system than like oh, an actual like okay. advancing system. Okay. But I'm not totally sure. Okay. Uh, so I've, what's the yeah. what's our what's our patroon? Uh, yeah. So Patrick has asked us through Patreon uh, how local government should react to all the crazy shit people are doing caused by Pokemon Go. Hmm. Uh, which is probably a good question because yeah. people are like, you know, playing so it while driving. And, that. Yeah. You know. uh, what do you think? Well, I think like. I mean, I don't think that there's much like that the government can do in terms of like enforcing anything about it, right? Like beyond what they u- normally do. Like I can't yeah. see like re- new laws being put into place about yeah. this. Yeah, because like the way I would see it is that it's a game like any other, mm-hmm. right? Like I could play capture the flag and put the flag in somebody else's backyard, <laughs> right? And that wouldn't give me any special right, or it, that wouldn't give me anybody any special right to go into that person's backyard. Exactly. Yeah. So I would say like if if that if the person's down with it, mm-hmm. cool. But yeah. if, if you're breaking their fence or jumping over their fence and trespassing and the people don't want you to, mm-hmm. then like whatever, I would just say like react to it like you would normally. That's it. Yeah. Like yeah. I think there's like, there's things that need to stay in place yeah. and, and societal yeah. norms and whatnot. Yeah. Don't play it while driving. <laughs> What's That's... interesting, like um, I've seen like people have posted uh, storefront windows with signs that say like Pokemon are for customers only because <laughs> they've realized that like their store has like Pokemon in it. And they're that's like, look, if you're going to come really in here funny. playing Pokemon Go, you better also buy a that's sandwich. That's really funny. Um, oh man, that's funny. 
and then like um someone someone had someone tweeted the other day saying that they'd better do like a rare pokemon distribution at the polling stations in november so that people <laughs> actually show up to vote uh which could be a cool way for like governments to get yeah. involved and stuff right like you know communicate with huh. the company and be like hey can you like set up something cool at this location so that like people will show up and like participate or whatever i feel like that's a good idea at sort of you might think that's a good idea but it might also turn out to be a really a terrible idea right i feel like it sets a weird precedent right you know like i i, I can't think of anything bad that w- like uh that that would you know that, that would be a harmless thing right because it'd be like oh cool well i'm gonna go there and then i'm gonna vote and then i'm gonna have this druid upon um pokemon that i can then evolve into a druid poo yeah it's my favorite one <laughs> yeah he's got the big eyes and the and the poo powers yeah <laughs> can yeah. give everybody cholera but you're right like it would set kind of a weird precedent if like Where, all like, of a yeah. sudden they were trying to incentivize people to come to stuff using something that is not actually theirs yeah or- yeah, like using using various other like commercial means. That mm. would be like I that that would that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I my my concern is that like while this game is free to play, it is sort of exclusionary to some extent. Like you do How's need that? to you need to own a smartphone in order to do yeah. it, right? Yeah, uh, or I, mean, I think like it works on crush, some tablets as well. Right? Yeah, essentially, like it's free to own, but you you have to have a device in order to play it. Right. So it's like it kind of can be exclusionary to people. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I feel like there will have to be systems in place that like prevent people from, you know, using it to isolate uh, yeah. themselves. Another thing that I've thought about that seems to maybe come up from this is that uh, when you start playing the game, you have to choose one of three factions. Uh, you can be like the yellow team, the blue team or the red team. Yeah. Uh, and this doesn't affect very much in terms of gameplay, but it yeah. does affect your like allegiance essentially. So like when okay. you like, when you win stuff in Pokemon gyms, you claim it for your team. Yeah. Uh, and I can see like territory wars kind of starting from this, yeah. uh, which is yeah. like always kind of a little risky, yeah. especially in like urban neighborhoods. And especially with colors like red and blue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I actually might join the yellow team just to play it safe. <laughs> um, yeah. Although really blue team all the way. Um, <laughs> they're based off the three legendary birds from the original Pokemon games. That makes sense. Uh, Zapdos, Moltres, and Articuno. Yeah. And which, Articuno like, is pretty. And that's the blue one. Yeah. I'm like, well. Which... Uh, <laughs> You know, Arctic Uno, yeah. Zap, Dos, Moltres. That was clever. That, yeah. was, that was very cute of them yeah. to, to, to do that. It was good. But yeah, I I enjoy that. And I, I, I hope that there are more games that, that come out that way. I feel like that's a really cool and fun way to, to, to come up with games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you bring up a good point that it does make <coughs> people get up and move, mm-hmm. which I think was kind of the point of the Wii as well, was right. to be more active. Well, that's it. Like Nintendo has been trying to get its audience to like yeah. move since like Wii Fit in like 2006, yeah. right? And now yeah. it's like, well, people are walking more playing Pokemon Go than they ever did when they bought like the <laughs> Wii Balance Board or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, like people are actually like, like they have to. People right? are actually like getting out a lot more. Like, <laughs> I, I even just within my social circles, I've had yeah. friends post statuses like, "Well, I walked for three hours today." <laughs> <laughs> It's like yeah. nice, good. Yeah, maybe maybe it will lead to a spike in uh, uh per- sales of segways and hoverboards. Maybe <laughs> I saw one one video someone posted to Facebook where a guy had rigged up different ways to like trick his device into thinking he was walking. Oh, um, so he like he would put it on his turntable and then just <laughs> you know, take the needle off and just let the record spin and. He like attached it to a ceiling fan, uh, put it in like a spoke or like in between the bars on his bike wheel or whatever. Was this for like uh, for Pokemon Go or for Pokemon Go? Yeah, Uh, because there are a few things within it. Like um, I'm not sure exactly. You can get eggs, Pokemon eggs that will hatch and give you new Pokemon and they hatch after a certain amount of like kilometers. Actually, are all Pokemon born out of eggs? Uh, Yeah. How are. okay? I mean, the ones you find in the wild, you just find. Right. But yeah, like canonically they would have been hatched from an egg at some point all of them yeah uh except maybe like legendary pokemon who yeah. like you know the lore behind them is usually just that they've just always been there or whatever right um, that or um like what is it mew and mewtwo who right. are clones yeah. yeah yeah that's it so it's like uh but generally speaking most normal pokemon are hatched from eggs oh, okay um and you can like breed them and get your own yeah. eggs uh so could yeah. you make new pokemons 
Uh, theoretically. I mean, the games have never really gotten into like that sort of like yeah almost uh what, what's that called um geneticism yeah they've never really Genetics. gone into uh eugenics there we go is the word no, that i was looking for that's not well that's, that's, that's selecting not. specific genes <laughs> and like helping to create more of them or something uh, what is that I actually mean, eugenics is the opposite of that oh right it's like oh, like, oh it's eliminating specific yeah, yeah. like it's it's, right. it's not like like genocide would be like a specific people, but eugenics right. is for like specific traits. Okay, right. You know? So it's it's anyway. They, Pokemon has never really right. gone into at least like in the lore. It's never talked yeah. about like we bred these two Pokemon together who weren't the same Pokemon and they created a hybrid or anything. Okay, uh, you can breed two Pokemon together who aren't the same species, but usually it just ends up being like I think the male ends up being the one that decides the species of the baby. And do they wait d- decides? Like well, like deter- kinda... like determines in oh, the uh, okay. <laughs> the, po- the Pokemon <laughs> sits down and has like a deep like conversation with itself. All right, buddy, <laughs> you're a Pikachu. <laughs> so, so there are male and female Pokemon. That's right. Yeah. Do uh, they look different? They are. They do have slightly different, uh, slightly different sprites. So, like a male Pikachu yeah. is the standard one you look at. Yeah. The female one has a slight bump in its tail, so it's almost like not entirely heart shaped at the tip. Yeah. But it's got like it's a little more rounded with like a little dip. Um, okay and there will be stuff like that some of them will have like way more noticeable things where like the male and female will actually be different colors some of them will have like pattern variations bigger wings smaller hair like you know okay yeah and there are some pokemon who are always one gender some pokemon who are never any gender yeah um and the solution with those guys is that they can actually breed like genderless pokemon can just breed with themselves okay or with Another another of the, their species, rather. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. And all Pokemon can breed with Ditto, who is the little pink slimy guy. Who, uh, yeah. You know, because he can transform into them and you know, yeah. do for them what they need to have done. That's a creepy Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Was he like a good Pokemon to have in the games? Uh, competitively, he's never been super interesting because you kind of have to rely on your opponent sending out a Pokemon that you want to transform yeah. into and then yeah. having the right moveset and then also... Yeah then you're just fighting against them with their own Pokemon, which is kind of useless. Yeah. So it's hard to get, like, a good strategy with him. But he's always been used for, like, breeding. Yeah. <laughs> You'll keep, like, a few dittos around and, like, <laughs> you know, have them breed with other Pokemon. It's it's kind right. of gross. Our friend, you know, Luke. Uh, yeah. Our friend Luke um, refuses to do ditto breeding <laughs> because he thinks it's immoral. <laughs> uh, that's a very Luke thing to do. It is, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so... Um, so with Pokemon with Pokemon Go, you get these eggs and you can like, you know, hatch them and whatnot. And so yeah. people have been like finding cheats to hatch them because no one actually wants to walk eight kilometers, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I it's like interesting. That. What do you think what do you think like a another game like that could be? I think that the company that created Pokemon Go actually has a pre existing game that's like a space game or something. Uh, mm-hmm. I know nothing yeah. about it except that it apparently exists. Right. Um cool. And is like reasonably popular. Yeah. But I think uh, I'd be interested to see like, I don't know, like some kind of like geocaching kind of game. Oh, that could be cool. Like a digital geocaching thing. Yeah. Because this plays off GPS, right? Yeah. And like that's basically what geocaching is, is you write down the coordinates that that your GPS would tell you for a spot. Yeah. And you tell people I've hidden something there. Yeah. I would love to see something like that with like digital, like maybe like as a way of sharing media. Ah. Um, Like you can be like, okay, like. Maybe it would be linked to iTunes, for instance. Yeah. And you could have like, you know, for I a limited buy... time only if you go there, you can download. That's um, it. Or And you can leave gifts yeah. for people, right? Like if I want to like, yeah. I'm going to put a copy of Hamilton behind this waterfall. If you come over here, oh. you can have this free copy of Hamilton. Whoa. Yeah. And you I... just show up and it like transfers onto your phone. Do you think there could be a way that you could transfer money that way? Potentially, we're like like, <laughs> Do like drug any- deals. <laughs> <laughs> That's like as soon as as soon as money comes into it, it's like oh, people are going to start selling drugs. <laughs> Maybe that oh, will man. be the new way that people do drug sales. Maybe you know? yeah, yeah, because like you know, in, instead of a security question or whatever, I mean, mm-hmm. or with the security question, there's also uh, you could put in like a like the specific GPS coordinates, and mm-hmm. then you you know you go there with the app, and then there's like the sec- the security question pops up, and then mm-hmm. you wow, that could yeah, wow. but that's it. Like that would have to like only be digital transfers though i guess so it'd have to be like yeah. media and like currency and like you know but i i do think that like a music sharing kind of thing would be interesting for that that would like, be cool yeah it'd be yeah. neat because like you know people are always looking for new music you could leave something that yeah. you think is cool in a spot someone huh. comes and finds it leaves something they think is cool yeah 
creates a big chain of like file sharing and oh that's cool yeah so that would be interesting I yeah don't i don't know of course there would always be the you know someone who like someone leaves out like a like a really really cool album and then mm-hmm. someone comes takes it and then leaves you know friday yeah <laughs> yeah and i mean that would happen right like that yeah. happens with like real geocaching too yeah you know someone will leave something cool and then the person who finds it'll be like oh all i really have to leave is like a notebook so i'm just gonna write a note saying like hey how's your life yeah Which, like, and then someone else yeah. comes by and goes well the only thing i have is this alanis morissette cd right so i'm gonna leave it there yeah yeah and then you know the next person who comes really loves alanis morissette and like, <laughs> this is sweet and, and leave, really like, really need a note a notebook yeah and then they love that notebook <laughs> and it's the best notebook they love it dearly. They write notes in it. Yes. For it. To it. With it. Through it. <laughs> I'm trying to find another preposition that I can think of it. Did we say about it? They write notes about the notebook. Oh, that's true. I bet someone has written some notes about the notebook. That movie is pretty popular. Oh, definitely a lot of people have written notes about the notebook. That's a good joke. That was that was like a six out of ten joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was like a four out of ten. I'd give it a five out of seven. I'd give it. How a... many Dunkaroos would you give it from a package of Dunkaroos that you're eating? If that joke came up to you and said, "Hey, I like those. Can I have some?" Uh, I mean, it depends how how big my package is. <laughs> <laughs> it often does. <laughs> so, Patrick, we hope that answers your question. We talked uh, about Pokemon Go a little yeah. bit. If you guys want to ask us questions to have them answered on the show, go to patreon.com slash up for discussion and give us your money. Uh, there's also exclusive content on there. And in June's exclusive content, which is visible to everyone who gives us any amount of money on Patreon at all, uh, we Tim and I actually did some like Pokemon stuff and then also some other things. Yeah. There's a cute animal in it. Um, cool. I made Tim look at a Pokemon who kind of looks like a penis. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it was good. It was fun. Yeah. And uh, and other than the people on the Patreon, this podcast is sponsored by Alanis Morissette CDs. Alanis Morissette CDs. You leave them in a box when you have nothing else to put in a geocache. This show is also sponsored by mdaddy.com. Mdaddy.com. The only place where you can get all of your favorite domain names registered to you with a 10% discount. Yeah. And this podcast is also sponsored by uh, Eugenics. <laughs> <laughs> eugenics don't don't yeah this podcast is also sponsored by masterbus masterbus is the only efficient way to get from place to place uh quickly and thoroughly uh you can bring your pokemon go game pleasurably pleasurably uh stimulatingly you can bring pokemon go onto a masterbus and maybe you'll catch some pokemon the only thing i don't like about masterbus Masterbus. is that (laughs) the only thing i don't like about masterbus (laughs) Masterbus. is that it only comes twice daily and once nightly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Master bus for everything else. <laughs> Master bus. Simon. Yeah. Where's the next place you want to travel to? Now that you've gone to Iceland, what's the next place on your list of travels? I will murder you. Um, well, that's not very nice. I really want to go to Yosemite. Yosemite? Yosemite. Where's that? Uh, it's a national park in Northern California. Northern California. Okay. Why uh, do you want to go there? Yes. It was your Mac the 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 one that when you bought it the default background was a mountain. Uh, maybe it was like a like a big rock face. That's possible. That kind of looks like a half dome. Okay, I know. Yeah, I, I know that would be the half about. dome in Yosemite. Okay, there is a mountain called the Half Dome. Nice. There's also one called El Capitan. Okay, which is what the uh, current OSX is named after. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's um, Northern California is really interesting because Southern California is all like um, kind of like 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 bushy mountains and stuff, and then mm-hmm. there's all the beaches. Well, then Northern California still has beaches, but it's more like very it's it, it's almost more like the Pacific Northwest, right? Where it's lots of tall trees, lots of rivers, lots of very very like it's where you have the huge redwood trees. Right. Is in Northern California. Right. Yeah. And Yosemite is like. I don't know. I like I it, it's it's a place to do like a lot of hiking, a lot of climbing, a lot of outdoorsing, camping, kayaking. Um there was one place we were in in Iceland. Um it was a town all the way in the east called Seilisfjorda that is uh at the very very tip of a fjord, which is where a lot of towns are. They're like sort of the inside of the fjord and mm-hmm. you they had kayak tours okay. where you could go up and down the fjord. Uh but we we didn't go cuz it was really cold and rainy and gross. Right. 
and I really, really wanted to uh, to do some kayak and like especially like river kayaking. I find is really fun because you right. have these like little cascades that you can go down, and uh, Yosemite has some fun stuff to do there. Sweet, yeah. So uh, that's uh, that's that's where I'd like to go. Yosemite. <laughs> what about you? I've been thinking about this recently because I have several places that I like want to go slash need to go in the yeah. near future. Um, there's a wedding I'd like to go to in Ireland next summer that I'm yeah. like, planning to make it out to. Check out uh, Wow Air. It's the it's the mm. Icelandic uh, airlines. Yeah, that's probably a good like yeah. transfer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, our buddy Scott Evans from the Graveyard Shift podcast is getting married next summer. We so. should have him on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, we just got to set it up. Yeah, he's he's down. It's just Sk- schedules Sk- are hard. Six Sk- hour man. time difference, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then I so I'd like to go out there for that next summer. Uh, before then, I wouldn't mind finally making it down to California. Maybe this winter, because uh, I was know, supposed you, to go last summer. You know summer. what's in California? Yosemite um, Yosemite yeah <laughs> uh, do you like kayaking and outdoors things I hate nature yeah I hate everything about being outdoors I want to go to California so that I can like eat some tacos and like maybe go to Disney speaking of outdoors and you mm. there was one time like a couple years ago when I think we were in we we're at like Angela's place mm. and you sort of turned to me and went you like sailing right I do like sailing and I said yeah I do and you went okay we'll talk and then we never did. We never talked. No. I don't remember. I, I can't remember. Did you if know I, somebody who has a sailboat? I must have. And who? I don't remember who. <laughs> but Because I, I definitely like. Sailing is so fun. I enjoy boats. It's funny because you don't. I do like, not enjoy really small boats. No. <laughs> I enjoy like medium to large size boats. You like boats. master boats? I like master boat. Yeah. Master boat. Thrice daily, twice nightly. <laughs> it's a little bit better than master bus. Yeah. But it's slower. And it only goes uh, to where there's water. Yeah. It's a very, very wet alternative. Yes. Uh, you might get damp. It's interesting to me that you like sailing because you don't like wind and you don't like being wet. I. But I these, are th- these are two things that you need for sailing. Mm-hmm. I think I don't like being wet when I'm not in a context where I am supposed to be wet. Right. Like I do not like rain because i usually am not prepared for rain rain is not contextual so that makes sense yeah like rain is kind of a thing that's forced upon you yeah Uh, i don't like just like greatness just like greatness and responsibility (laughs) Uh, and and the other thing is like if i'm like out if i'm out in a boot and someone like splashes water on me i'm like why are you splashing water on me i didn't consent to this but if you're at a water balloon fight and someone splashes Mm -hmm. water on you you're going to punch him in the face because that's what you do at a water balloon fight. Well, yeah, but that's because yeah. it's a fight. Yeah. If I'm at a water balloon social <laughs> <laughs> and someone throws a water balloon at me, I'm going to get their number. Um, but no, so social. I feel like, yeah, like, you know, if I'm on a boat, I'm kind of, well, if I'm on a boat where it's implied that I'm you're going to get wet, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm on a boat. And? Take a good hard look at the motherfucking boat. I'm looking. There's some Pokemon on it. That might be interesting. Pokemon Whoa. go on a boat. Pokemon boat, Pokemon goat, Pokemon goat. <laughs> Guys, if you like high quality, entertaining comedy podcasts, don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> but there are way funnier podcasts out there, but we're 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 pretty funny we're at good. times. We we've got our thing. We've got yeah. our 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 mojo. <laughs> I have an itchy chest. All right, and the only way to properly scratch my chest is to hold my hands over my man breasts and move my fingers between them. <laughs> you could also just like what's well, itchy on both sides yeah <laughs> I mean, it's, it's important that i get this cupping action i just like see you stretch out your arms and then bring your hands and just cup your breasts i mean and then start like massaging them i was massaging the crease between i was really really massaging my cleavage right i have a lot of hair on my chest itchy, right? itchy cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> guys you have, if you ever have an itchy, itchy cleavage cleave, is my band <laughs> go to umami udaddy.com go go to udaddy.com <laughs> enter the, the 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 discount code masterbus and you can get 10 percent off itchycleave.com your new domain name for your website so you said you wanted to go to california i'd be down to go to california yeah, yeah. mostly just for like all the touristy things and yeah. food yeah because uh, i was supposed there's to there's some out. really really good tacos well that's what i'm thinking yeah i was supposed to go out to go out for vidcon last year and i just uh didn't have a passport in time and also needed to stay home and work so it didn't work out Uh, and i've been feeling the uh well i've been feeling the the pain of that ever since then i guess i've just been uh i guess i've just been feeling like that was a loss that i took in my life um do you want to unpack that i'd like to unpack that I mean, I, I lost about $800 by not taking that trip uh, because I couldn't right. refund the entire thing, which was kind of a bummer. 
uh, and then and I, why, you why, know. why do you think, why do you think that you missed out on the trip? What do you, what do you think is the real reason? The real reason I didn't go? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I was really broke. And why do you think that is? Because I'm bad at managing my money. And why do you think that is? Because I don't have a father. And why do you think that is? Because... <laughs> I don't have an answer. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I could give you an answer, but you wouldn't like it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd be down to go to California. I want to go to New York. Um, Josh Groban is opening a new Broadway show like, Ooh. any day now. Ooh. Is uh, that what it's called? It is. It's called Ooh. <laughs> the Josh Groban story. I was going to say any day now, which would that'd, oh. be, that'd be a good name for him for sure. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Any day now. Any day now, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Um, but yeah, it looks good, and it's I, Josh Groban. I have beef with this table. Beef. I can't cross my legs under it. What do you? How do you mean you can't cross your legs? My legs are like relatively crossed. Because there's like, I I just can't. Hmm. Maybe I'm maybe I'm closer in. You might you maybe might be I'm closer. You I'm might be sk- like misaligned a little bit. Yeah, it is. A, it's a different. But I mean, it's a better table ultimately than the last table. Got it. You did it. <laughs> I'm very far away from the microphone. I have to scooch in every time I want to talk. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, a toss up. I'd like to get to a point where we can ditch this table, get a tiny little coffee table and some like comfy chairs, and, and then, then just only yeah, have those kinds. Of, and we cool. can just like that'd be great. Recline. That'd be great. Or like a high table and bar stools. Yeah, yeah, that could work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, these chairs didn't come with this table. These no. are these are just extra chairs. Yeah. Now, now I kind of feel like. Well, this is gonna be a. Weird <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, uh, <laughs> I don't know what came over me. <laughs> That's what happens when you take master bus. Master bus. Master bus. Twice daily. Once daily. Well, thanks for listening to the Effort Discussion podcast. Uh, I we, we hope you've enjoyed it. You probably haven't, but we hope you've enjoyed it. <laughs> Simon, what's one thing you learned this week from the podcast? Not just in general. I don't care what you learned before the, tonight. Well, I've been doing some stage combat, so I've been learning some of that. Mm-hmm. What's a lesson you learned as a result of that? Um, don't throw a sword. It's a good lesson. Well, actually, that's not true because we were throwing swords today. Oh, what? <laughs> so there's there, there's this technique where like, um, like after you've disarmed a person, there's this way that you can like throw the person's sword using your sword. Okay to them so like you hold your sword out in front of you so that the blade is like horizontal mm-hmm. and you put their you're, you're holding their sword by the blade put their 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 blade on your blade and then your blade up to their hilt and then you just just kind of like push it with your sword does that make okay. sense yeah it's so it kind of forms a t and then you like just kind of go Shh! right and then it like flies very grace, gracefully through the mm-hmm. air and they catch it okay yeah so i learned that nice uh what's what's another thing i learned uh oh you know how Spanish people have a lisp. See, <laughs> and you know how it's always associated with like this story that there was a king who had a lisp, and so everybody started talking with a lisp to si. not make him feel bad. Yes. It's not true. No, no, I learned that. I'm pretty sure that's just like it's an urban legend. It's an yeah, that's an urban legend. And I think the I've been lisp saying is just it for some, like, years as if it's been fact. No, I think it's just that some places that speak Spanish, that's just the dialect that they have. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's just kind of how it is hmm. what's, yeah. what, what's uh one thing you learned this week Tom? one thing that i learned uh i learned this when did i learn this i learned this just the other day uh i learned that um staying up and getting like three hours of sleep every night for a week is a really good way to feel like garbage um so you should sleep more let's unpack that shall we thanks for listening we'll see you next week we shouldn't be left alone again i'm tom zalat i'm simon peltier you can support the show at patreon.com slash up for discussion you can can also follow follow us us at down with twitter down with twitter (laughs) we shouldn't we should start that down with twitter (laughs) and individually uh at tom zalat at no the other simon that's me at uh, Tim Blake, and should we start just now saying uh, at Desiree DeSues? Yeah, might as well. Yeah, at Desiree DeSues. You can give. Well, she only has. Uh, she only She's has only on Instagram. On Instagram, but which like I'm on Twitter, but I really should only be on Instagram. Right, but people will figure that out by following you on Twitter. Yes, they'll see your Twitter and they'll be like, "Oh, it's just links to Instagram." Let's go. That's to Instagram. literally the only thing it's been for the past 
nine months at least. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. And well, if you guys have enjoyed the show, make sure to go on iTunes and give us a rating and review. And if you didn't enjoy the show, just go listen to My Brother, My Brother and Me. That's a really good podcast. I like that one a lot. Unlike ours. Our podcast is not as good as that one. Guys, go check out Lauren Mann's new EP album. Full oh, yeah. album. Go check out they, Dearestly. That's, that's who they've been hearing. Yeah. During this show. Yes. Well, no, at the beginning of the show. Yeah. And they're about to hear. Yes. And so, you guys, thank you for listening to... Lauren, Lauren Mann and the Fairly Odd Folk. That's L-A-U-R-E-N space M-A-N-N space A-N-D space T-H-E space F-A-I-R-L-Y space O-D-D space F-O-L-K. Enter. Um, and you guys can... We'll put a little link in the description to that. These guys are good friends of ours. We love them. They love us. And if you go, you can actually get their album for any price you want right now digitally. Whoa! What a crazy deal. That's cool. And if you like crazy deals, take a load of this. Masterbus.com slash mm-hmm daddy. Yes, please. You can get 10% off your next domain name at Masterbus slash mm-hmm daddy. See you next week. Also, I apologize to Lauren Mann that you're associated with this now. Je connaissais souvent cette